You're listening to the light version of the piece of persistence. Visit patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash piece of persistence for complete access with double the content and zero ads. Hi, and welcome to the piece of persistence, the show where we seek to uncover the keys to happiness and success one honest conversation at a time. I'm your host, Abigail Wright, and today I have the pleasure of introducing you to G. Brian Benson. G. Brian Benson's mission is to wake up the world with conscious, thought-provoking media that inspires. As founder of Reawaken Media, Brian, an award-winning author, filmmaker, actor, and TEDx speaker, knows the value of trusting intuition and wants to share his own personal journey of self-growth, discovery, and accomplishment to help others reconnect with their own personal truths to live an authentic and fulfilling life. As a four-time Ironman triathlete, Brian knows the value of hard work and never giving up on his dreams, a message he shares with his audiences through each of his creative talents. Brian lives in Los Angeles, California. Hi, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Abby. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm really happy to have you on the show. And I'd love to hear your story from the beginning. Well, uh, maybe the abridged version. <laughs> I don't know although... if you have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would love to read a copy of your memoir if you choose to write that next. But uh, but in the meantime, what, what brought you to where you are now in life? Oh, my gosh. So many different things. The last nine years have been kind of special in that I've finally kind of figured out what it is that I was maybe put here to do or that I want to do. <laughs> and so um, about nine years ago, eight years ago, I was running my family's business in Salem, Oregon. We had a, a golf center, like a driving range and a, and a retail store and a nine hole par three course. And I kind of grew up working there and had worked there for about, I ran it for 11 years. And I just started kind of feeling burnt out. And like, I was kind of getting these hunches that I was supposed to do something else with my life, although at the time I had no idea what it was. And so I had a chat with my dad and he was understanding and uh, he said, okay, hmm. you know, yeah. And it took a year after that conversation to actually hit the road because we decided to sell it. It took a while to, to list it and you know, go through that whole process of selling it. But um, I guess the thing that pointed me in the direction that I'm currently headed is during that last bit while I was there, I really found myself out of balance. And I'm, I've always kind of been one, I think, to try to be the best version of myself. And I'm always kind of trying to, to work on me and, and my own self-growth process. Since I was feeling out of balance, I just sat down and I just, I wrote five things that I felt would really help me find balance during this period of time because I was so ready to hit the road and just start my new life, whatever that meant. And so I did that and, and it really helped me and I just focused on them daily and my intuition just kind of started speaking to me, you know, all right, expand the list and write a book. Hmm. <laughs> and I'd never really written anything before, but I took that on and I, I just kind of came through me and it's a simple book. It's called Brian's List. Um, 26 and a half easy to use ideas on how to live a fun, balanced, healthy life. But I wrote it in about a little over 30 days. And, and then I just self oh, wow. Yeah, I self-published it. And it just kind of, I don't know, pointed me in this direction. And because of that book, I was forced to do a lot of other things, which also contributed to kind of put me on the path that I'm on now. I, I was terrified to speak in front of people. And I knew that I would need to, you know, share the book. And so I started taking some community college speech classes. I did Toastmasters for a little while. I Oh, wow. Yeah, I started creating a lot of weird 
things that, that I knew that would kind of force me to step out of my comfort zone, but that would help, hopefully, I was hoping then, that it would eventually make me, help me become more comfortable in front of folks. You know, I created a workshop, I co-hosted an internet radio show with someone who'd been doing it for a long time, and just a lot of things like that. I even set up a, <laughs> a book signing and workshop tour a week after I did my first test on my workshop in front of five friends. It's great. Yeah, it, it was great in a lot of ways. I mean, it would not have been considered successful, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I had zero people show up to a handful of the events, but it was very humbling, And uh, oh, wow. but it was necessary. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. But let's chat about your work as a writer. So mm -hmm. you've written nonfiction, children's books, and some poetry. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe you were sort of born a writer and then had to take some time to figure that out? Or <laughs> what brought you into it? Just my intuition. I mean, when I was really, really little, I think three or four, I told my mom that I was put here to inspire people. Hmm. Then life happens and you get beat down a bed and society takes over and what have you. And then I, yeah. you know, kind of forgot, I suppose, a little bit. But yet, I feel like I wouldn't call myself an amazing writer. I mean, there's so many fantastic writers out there. I feel like I'm a good writer. And for some reason, I'm just able to channel what comes through me in, in kind of a, a way that works and fits. The nonfiction, the, the self-help books, they're a little different, but yet they still, it's just still kind of information that's kind of coming through me and I'm tapping into some of my experiences and just following my gut with that. And then with the kids' books and the poetry, I, for some reason, enjoy writing uh, with a rhyming model. Yeah. And that just kind of flows through me too, but it takes a little bit more work. It's kind of like a big jigsaw puzzle, but I really, really love the process and creativity that is coming through me, which I, you know, until a few years ago, didn't really realize that it was, that was in there. Brian, you focus a lot on trusting your intuition. Yeah. So I imagine it serves you very well in most cases. How do you push past your doubts to allow yourself to trust again in your intuition after a fall? Mm. It's not always easy. Luckily, I have kind of a positive, optimistic outlook on things. And so even though when there's been some dips in the roller coaster, and there's been quite a few, I still feel like it's going to be okay. But I've had some pretty, <laughs> I've had some, some tough times and some dark times where I was just tired. I've worked so hard at all these different things and just felt like sometimes it felt like I was in quicksand or nothing was moving forward or you know what I mean? And, and those are the times when I usually, if I looking back and as I go forward, I'm, I'm able to take what I learned. But looking back, a lot of those times when I tried to maybe push instead of just taking a break or relax, because there's a part of me that's pretty driven and doesn't always maybe refill my cup when I need to. And so going forward, I definitely do that. You know, it, I, I've learned and when work comes through me, sometimes it comes hard and fast and I can get a lot done when I need to. So I've learned to be able to trust that. And so if I'm really feeling tired, if I'm feeling burnt out, if I'm feeling like I've been pushing when I should maybe just be flowing and taking a break and letting things work behind the scenes, so to speak, I'm able to do that now, but before I didn't. And that caused me some issues and some anxiety and some problems. And uh, coupled with my own expectations of kind of having an idea where I'm headed mm -hmm. and maybe having a few successes really set me up for some falls. And to be honest, last year when my first children's book came out, Steve the Alien, I was depressed for a week. Oh, no. Yeah, it was interesting. The launch went really well. It actually hit number one for just a little while in its category on Amazon. And Yeah, it's a great book. Thank you. It needed to happen. It was like the straw that broke my camel's back in that regard because I just pushed and it's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And mm -hmm. and I just realized, you know, if I'm going to be freaking miserable after 
creating something that I've always wanted to do and have it have a good launch. I don't want to do this anymore. It's been different since then. I've really tried hard and been ultra observant of just enjoying the ride and taking breaks when I need to and and just celebrating my wins. It's been helpful. And I'm still getting a lot of work done and I'm having more fun. And it was a tough lesson, but it was a necessary one. You know how I said I'm writing my first book? Well, it's been hard to sit down and find the time to get it started, but I'm going to write about change. I'm super grateful for Chandler Bolt's mind mapping exercise because it's helping me realize just how much I have to say on the topic, and it's getting me excited for the next step. Chandler's self-publishing school really helps me every step of the way, from the start to the finish and everything in between. It's a great guided process and helps even a beginning author like me feel confident that I can create and sell my story. If you have a story to tell too right now, you can go to peaceofpersistence.com slash publish for more information and a free workshop. In the workshop, Chandler teaches you the three-step system he uses to write, publish, and launch a best-selling book in as little as 90 days and how to leave a legacy with your book. Again, that workshop is free, and you'll also receive a free copy of his best-selling book, Book Launch. Check it out at peaceofpersistence.com slash publish. Let me know what book you decide to write. Speaking of falling you wrote a poem called a minute of failure yeah which i love by the way thank you what value do you place on allowing yourself to fail should we and how can we make a habit of it wow that that last part's really tough of course yes we should allow ourselves to do it and i think it's so ingrained in us that it's i don't know where it happens but it's not okay to fail you know what i mean yeah. and i think if you really look hard and look at all the really successful people that we see out there in any field they've had tons of failures and that's the only way you can really hone your craft and learn you know what i mean yeah. and i saw an interview of the rock musician steve miller the other night and it's very interesting he's a pretty interesting guy and very intelligent and he had this 7 year record deal and i forgot the name of the record company you know back in the 60s early 70s and he was on record number seven and he had not had a hit yet. He just figured that was going to be it. Wow. And he had his very first hit on his seventh record. And then after that, he had a ton of hits. And so, I mean, talk about perseverance and talk about, you know what I mean, sticking with it. And yeah. uh, life is littered with stories like that. I mean, everybody that we see who is being successful or, or even an overnight success, they had to work their butt off. Right. And put the time in. And I mean, you know, you're a, you know, an amazing singer and uh, it doesn't just happen. <laughs> For me, it's, it's been an eight, nine year journey and I've had to work on myself the whole way. And it's kind of interesting as I did work on myself, all these things that I created were kind of offshoots of my own personal growth. So there's no accident in that. It helps me share in an authentic way with others. And I don't really ever try to tell anybody what to do, but I just try to, you know, say, hey, we're, we're not so different. We all have a lot in common. And if I can stick it out and do this you can too and and as i learned that i'm enough i want you to realize that you're enough so sort of learning from the examples of other people who have tried and failed and then eventually succeed yeah yeah absolutely can i put you on the spot a little brian would you read Uh-oh. us the poem <laughs> the minute of failure yeah i don't have that one memorized but it's funny i opened the book and it turned right to it oh beautiful <laughs> okay a minute of failure can lead one to grow or tumble and stumble to the depths far below The decision is yours what to do when you fall, to pack up and quit or stand firm and tall. Everyone fails, it's natural and true. It's part of the process to grow and become new. So pick yourself up and give try again. If you find yourself failing, it's a fleeting trend. Don't give in to failure or you will never be set free. It's for those who don't believe 
and like vision to truly see. Keep standing, keep standing each time you fall down. Your true nature will emerge, your spirit unbound. Mm. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, We talked earlier about balance. You've competed in four Ironman triathlons, which is incredible. And clearly you work on your mental, emotional, and spiritual health as much as your physical health. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for keeping it all in balance? I think it's just a matter of just paying attention. I think I was even doing it before I actually realized that I was doing it. But I heard Wayne Dyer talk about it about 10 years ago, but just kind of being in the observer role of your own self. Mm. Once you become more aware, you realize you pick up on the cues when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling physically tired, or when you're feeling maybe mentally or emotionally tired, because there's a difference. If you can decipher the difference, then you can then take the necessary action to head back the other way to find the balance that we might need, you know, whether it's not going to a CrossFit class the next day because you feel like your body's tired, or whether it's just knowing that you need to turn your brain off and watch some movies and just go on a, you know, a little Netflix binge or, or if you just need to get out in nature and just clear your head. Um, I've paid attention to that. And so there's a lot of different ways that we can fall out of balance and actually, you know, balance is kind of a moving target. I think it all starts with just awareness, self-awareness. Yeah. And it sounds like a healthy mix of the self-awareness and the kindness to yourself that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, no, it's so true. I think love for ourselves is the foundation for everything. So in addition to loving yourself, you have this great short film called Searching for Happiness that I love. And I think that the theme is sort of finding happiness by small acts of love for other people. I'd love for you to just talk about the film and what inspired you to write it um, and how Mm -hmm. you put it out there, because I think it's really wonderful and really inspirational. And I would love for my audience to go and watch it as soon as they're done listening to this. <laughs> mm, yeah. Thanks. It's interesting as I look back on it, I wrote it about three or four years before I actually made it into a film. I didn't realize until after it was finished that, gosh, I guess it was probably just my subconscious coming out and <laughs> helping me try to figure out how to find that happiness. Mm. You know, we all have at one time or another or continue to look for it outside of ourselves. So for me, just doing that was really kind of, I don't know, it felt kind of cathartic. It was a really neat project. And I was so lucky to come across um, Nye Green, who filmed it and who co-directed it with me. He did a really nice job. And, and uh, his brother, Reese, edited it. But um, Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, thanks. I wanted to kind of make it, try to at least make it visually interesting. And there's no dialogue. I found an amazing um, musician, Toby Sheriff, who, who did the soundtrack for it. I know I'm a fan of silent films. I kind of wanted to just, I don't know, make something very unique. And so, you know, I don't want to share too much. But yes, I think when we do service for others, it just automatically raises our vibration and just makes us feel good. The main character, uh, myself, was looking outside of that. And he was trying to find it in a book and he was trying to find it in different ways and he he couldn't do it. But he witnessed a bunch of random acts of kindness. And the way that I show them, the films are black and white. And then when they happen, those people become colorized. And so I just kind of wanted to make a unique little offering that that shared kind of that simple yet powerful message. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Where where can people find that? You know, I'm sure you can find it if you just went to YouTube and typed in searching for happiness. It's on my website. GBrianBenson.com. Um, G, yep. Under the filmmaker tab, it's Great. up there. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. If there were one thing you'd like the world to see differently, mm-hmm. what would it be? 
you know, we've already talked about it, but just that, that happiness comes from within and that uh, just want everybody to know that they're enough and that they can feel happy and fulfilled if they just slow down, quiet down a little bit and just really start to listen to their intuition. And it's no accident that the balance book was the very first thing that I did, I think, because it helped me. When we're in balance, we can hear our intuition come through stronger. You know what I mean? Because when we're, we're busy and we're blasting music all the time or just everything's, you know, just noisy and such, it's almost virtually impossible to listen to our hunches and pay attention to that. And so that's really important. And so, you know, I just want people to know that they're enough. I think if everybody did, it would clear up a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> right? So before we uh, tie this up, uh, yeah. do you have any other advice for us? Just enjoy life more, have fun, and just know that you're enough. I'm saying this to myself as well, but it's so true. Life's no fun when you're just, I mean, I'm a fun person, but I just kind of got ultra serious because I, I really put a lot of pressure on myself when I started writing the self-help books. I kind of almost felt like I needed to be perfect and pious, and it just screwed me up, and I lost the fun part of me. And so now I'm coming back to that, and which is allowing me to be more authentic, first and foremost, most important thing to do and be, and that's everybody wants to be authentic, and it's easier and easier nowadays to feel and see and witness what is and what isn't <sighs> just have fun and just be yourself and just celebrate yourself and it's okay if you have a different idea than somebody else it's it's okay you know it just just be you and i know it sounds so cliche but it's so true thanks you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> yeah really brian thank you so much it's it's really been a pleasure to talk with you today Thank you. Thank you very much, Abby. It's been my pleasure, too. Thanks. And thank you all for joining us today on The Piece of Persistence. If you enjoyed this episode, take a minute to share us with a friend or review us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or IMDb. I know I say this every time, but <laughs> it's true. And if you haven't done it yet, you know. <laughs> every share and review or even rating really helps new people discover our show. Also, if you know anyone who's genuinely happy like Brian and has had some success in their lives, if you think they'd be a good fit for our show, please let us know at pieceofpersistence at gmail.com. We would love to share your story. In the meantime, you can subscribe to the light version wherever you listen to podcasts or visit us at patreon.com slash pieceofpersistence to find our full versions or if you just want to support the show. Thanks, and we'll see you next time on The Piece of Persistence for more great content to help us all find more happiness and success in our lives. Forgot what really makes us sing and dance at night. It's the other people around and our dreams that lift us up from our.